0: Lord God, to exalt you, Lord God, above our thoughts, to exalt you, Lord God, above uh, politics, Lord God, to exalt you above, Lord God, a uh, structure that does not worship you, Lord, uh, Lord God, a structure, Lord God, that does not honor you, Lord God, but well, we're here to honor you, Lord. We're here to lift your name up, Lord God, and Lord, to exalt your word, Lord God, to exalt your principles, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God, we thank you, Lord. Lord God, we bless your name, Savior. Lord God, we honor you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, our hearts are filled with gratitude, Lord. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you, Lord. Lord God, thank you. Lord, we're not here asking for things. Lord God, accept your presence, Lord. We want your presence, Lord. Lord God, to be filled with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. To be filled with the Holy Ghost. Lord God, we want to know you for who you are, Lord God, and to understand your ways, to understand your statutes, Lord God. Lord Jesus, so that we keep, Lord God, your word, Lord. Lord God, that we treasure your word, Lord God. Lord Jesus, that we live, Lord God, a life that is pleasing in your sight, Lord. Lord, we can't do that without your word. We can't do that without your understanding. We can't do that without your wisdom. Lord God, we can't do that, Lord God, without you. We need you, Lord God. Bless your name, Savior. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, we pour out of our, Thank you, our spirit. We pour out of Thank ourselves, you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Well, we empty ourselves out so that you can fill us, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, that you can complete us. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, touch, Lord. Remember those that are on their way. Lord God, we pray and ask that hey, you bless us. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding how to be your people, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Thank you, Bless you, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. Can rejoice and be glad in it, father we thank you oh God we're here to acknowledge you and to acknowledge your goodness technology you for who you are what you have done and that which you are going to do welcome to inside the pages presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona California Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. Saturdays at 1130 p.m. You can find us on 99.5 FM. Or KKLA.com where the radio feed is streaming through their website. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we believe the best way, thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, bless your savior. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. We believe the. the <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Uh, Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace and how you have blessed us to enter into this place. We thank you for where we are and we thank you for the place that you have prepared for us, Lord God, and, and that we are in a state of transition, Lord God, and we recognize your goodness and we thank you, Lord. We pray and ask Lord God that you will lead us and guide us, direct our path, Lord God, And this day. Lord God, yesterday is gone, tomorrow is not present, but what we have is what you have given us in this moment and we know your benefits are, are accompanying us right now. That goodness and mercy is following us right now. Lord God, and so we thank you and we ask that you will bless each one under the sound of my voice, those that are present, those that are listening near and far through media. We honor you, Lord God, and we just pray and ask that you will continue to bless us. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Lord God, that you be exalted. In Jesus' name, amen. At this time, we'll have our opening scripture.
1: Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the paragons of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sounds of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with the string instruments and organs. Praise Him with the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. <coughs> and the Bible says, and they continue daily with one accord. In the temple, breaking bread from house to house. They eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to thee, to the reading and the hearers of the word.
0: Amen. So that's no coincidence. Uh, when it comes down to God and to, uh, you know, I just happened to wake up and it was on my heart to come to service, you know, or stumbled in, you know. You know, I've been in services where people have stumbled in intoxicated that's not coincidental that's that's God's goodness that's His goodness and, and we ought to thank and applaud and jump in and, and rejoice in the fact that God goodness shows up in many places somebody said God works in mysterious ways you know I, I really don't know where that particular came from but one thing I do know is that whatever God does is on purpose it's on purpose. And so I'm going to ask you to, to help me uh with a little bit with this song and uh, you know then we're going to go into the word of God and see what he has to say. I am so excited about Jesus. I am so excited about the Lord. And uh, you know it's it's something about when God opens your understanding of 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 what he is saying of what he means, because sometimes we go day after day, month after month, even year after year, and we might think we understand something, and then one day it really opens up to us, and it's like, wow, it's mind blowing, poof. You know, if I could put out an emoji, you know, my mind would just be blowing up right now, because some things are, yes, he does that. And so we're going to go into the word of God, you know, and see what the Lord has to say. I know what he wants to say, but he, uh, he's the writer of this script. And so, um, and so with that being said, I'm just a, a voice that he is using. And so let's, uh, let's give this praise unto him. There's nobody like our God. There's nobody like my God. There's nobody. And I don't mind telling him how I feel about him, no matter where I am, whether I'm at work, in the store, driving down the street, laying in bed. To know how I feel about him. I want to know, I want him to know that I, I will lift my hands in total adoration for him, no matter where I am. I want him to know that he reigns on the throne of my heart. I want him to know that. that you know, it doesn't mean that things don't come, and you know, you might find yourself the, the enemy comes up against you. And, you know, your battlefield, I want you to understand the battlefield that you deal with is in your mind. Your mind is the battlefield. That's why you have to protect your heart. I say protect your heart, you know, with all diligence. This is a serious place. Your heart is a serious place and the enemy will fight you uh, there. However, the Bible says that there is a sin and it's not unto death. It doesn't tell us to go searching for it, but it says that there's a sin unto death. It is that thing that comes to mind and you shoot away, you resist it, and you don't do it on that battlefield. When the enemy wants you to surrender, you tell them, No, I'm on this battlefield for my Lord. Matter of fact, I'm a soldier. I want you to know, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm gonna go down fighting because I'm fighting a good fight of faith. I'm not surrendering my faith in the Lord. Not for one moment, no, no. I'm not surrendering my hope is in him. If I let, if you let your hope go, then who are you gonna hope in? What do you have to look forward to if you surrender to the enemy, if you allow this flesh to take over instead of the spirit man, because that's how we serve the Lord. You know, I was reminded of something as we were preparing service, and I want to direct your attention to Psalms 122, Psalms 122, and also, um, if you will, hold on to Exodus the ninth chapter beginning at verse one. If we are not obedient in life, how will you be obedient in death? I want you to to pin that. I want you to think about that. If we cannot be obedient in life, I don't care what excuses you make. Your excuses don't justify what God is saying what God has said to do or not to do. If God said it, that's solid. If we are not obedient in life, how are we obedient in death? It's impossible. I'll leave that alone for right now. In the book of Psalms, but I was reminded of that. And so I had to make sure that I get that out. It's in the atmosphere now. Yes. Psalms 122. Beginning at the first verse, God bless you. Each one that is, is tuning in, God bless you for uh, for joining us this morning. And uh, I want to make it, listen, if you are not uh, in the church, if you're looking for a church home growth and ministry, I want to invite you to join us and be blessed with us. You know, look, look around you now because things are changing. Psalms 122, my heart is filled. There's just so much I want to spew out right now and I just can't get it out. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Mighty God, mighty God. It says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I'm going to read, uh, continue reading to the fourth and then jump to the ninth. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go un- into the house of the Lord. I was glad. I was glad. I was glad. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compacted together, and that Jerusalem was the place of worship. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the, the testimony of Israel to give thanks, we go up to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. The name of the Lord. Powerful. The Bible sells us in, in Acts uh, said that, that there's no other name. I believe it's 2 and 42. Whether the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord unto the testimony of Israel to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. We we come to give thanks unto the name of the Lord.
1: There's purpose. And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' and they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and the fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayers.
0: They continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and. The the, the the doctrine now for some that may not know um doc apostolic means apostles doctrine 4 and 12 thank you apostolic uh, I was speaking with the with someone and they they asked me what does apostolic means it means apostles teaching or apostles doctrine and that ranges from genesis to revelation 4 and 12
1: Neither is there salvation in any other.
0: There's no salvation in any other. For there is none
1: other, there is none other name. There's
0: none other name under under heaven. You can think about whatever celebrity name that you want to think of, uh, you know, but I'm sorry, Dr. that's not gonna work you know, Sister Oprah, that's not going to work. You know, whatever celebrity, whatever talk show host that you want to think of, it's not going to work. There is no other name under heaven, uh uh-huh.
1: Given among men.
0: Given to us.
1: Whereby we must be saved.
0: Whereby we must, must, must. There's no way around that. We must be saved. So we come to give thanks unto the name of the Lord. There's a great reason why we are here, and that is to give thanks unto his name. There's no other place that's been consecrated, dedicated for that purpose, except this place. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. There's a reason for being in the house of the Lord. The ninth verse says, because of the house of the Lord, we will seek thy good, because there's something in the house something here that you're not going to find any place else. Let us, let us go. We should go. You and I need to go to the house of the Lord. We've been other places. We've been places that we should not go. And I'm not gonna go down the list of those places because all of us know the places that we should not have went to. And we went and we indulged and we had a moment of pleasure, you know, and uh, and we were intrigued by those things, and but we knew that it was not the proper place for us. And as the goodness of God led us, we followed him and we repented of those things and we stopped going there. Let us means to allow someone or something to escape and go free let means to relinquish let us let relinquish grip on someone or something something has a hold on some right now even some that are listening right now some that will be listening later something has a hold on you and the worst thing that can and that can bring you in bondage is your mind I don't have to have you physically in bondage. I don't have to put chains or rope or strings on you if I have your mind. Because where the mind goes, the body will follow. And some of us, we all know because the Lord delivered us, deliverance, a hero. God is my hero. Athletes are not heroes to me. I like watching them play. I like watching them perform and their performance is great. Uh, They take running to a different level. I don't wanna be in the way of some of them running because I don't wanna be trampled over with cleat marks left in my face and all over my chest and stuff. Uh, You know, I don't wanna be in front of them when they slide in home, you know, and get bulldozed over by that runner. You know, I'm not trying to catch that ball that's traveling at 92 miles an hour, you know, in that glove, or I can do that and then I walk away with broke fingers. No, they are at a high level performance. And so, you know, they've trained for that. I've trained for what I've trained for. (laughs) And they train for that and they look different. When, When you see a professional athlete you know, on TV and then when you see them in person, you're, you're, there is a different visual effect of what you are looking at and how they are built. You know, what, the way they've been chiseled out for their performance. Something has to give. Something has a hold on you and it needs to let you go. Someone's flesh, the thought of another, has a grip on them. Preventing you from doing what needs to be done. In this instance, it is going into the house of the Lord. Now, people have become very comfortable. Don't 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 tone me out because of what I'm saying. I was listening the other day and, and was was thinking about the words that was being expressed. You know, we're in uh a a proper state. The stage has been set. We witnessed something um, in 2020 that we had never seen before, at least in our day and time, and that is the unification of the world. The whole world did something that they felt was needful to be done. And you might say, well, that, you might consider it to be a small thing. I don't consider it to be a small thing because it just identifies how unified the world can become during the, the whole COVID outbreak. Everyone, no matter who they were, what office they held, when they everyone was talking the same thing and wearing the same thing, a mask. Everyone unified in agreement that this should be done. What they did is something that the Antichrist is going to bring about too, world unification. He's not gonna, there's no prophecies about what the Antichrist is gonna do when he comes because uh, besides the fact that there's gonna be world unification, but how that is accomplished is not identified because it's already been set in place. Let me go on. Now, I'm a firm believer in, in God's word and his purpose. The Bible tells us in, in, in Psalm 47 through nine, and it says why, it said, Then said I, lo, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me, to delight to do thy will. Oh my God, yea, the law is within my heart. Is it within your heart? I have preached righteousness to the great congregation. What are you doing, Carl? I'm preaching righteousness to the great congregation. Lo, I have refrained my lips, O Lord, thou knowest." Now, Jesus on the road uh, after his resurrection, devil get behind me, after his resurrection was on the road and there was two that was was traveling, he uh, joined himself with them. And the Bible says, uh, Luke 24 and 27, and he began at Moses and all the prophets to expound unto them and all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Behold, I come written in the volume of the book. It's written about me. And so when the Lord began to minister to them after the resurrection, he pointed this out to them in those words. Exodus 9 and 1. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh. Pharaoh, um, in the under the Egyptian terms, it means great house or or palace of the kings and its greatness. That's what Pharaoh, the the term Pharaoh means a great house, uh, a palace of the kings and its greatness. The Lord said, go to that great house, go to the palace of the kings and its greatness and all its attire and tell him. Thus said the Lord God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. Let them go. This morning I'm saying, let us go. Let's go. In that embodies the let my people go. Whatever is stopping you, whatever is deterring you is being told to stop and to let you go that you might serve the Lord. There's a difference in a spectator and one that participates. Now, I found something interesting in the 10th chapter of Exodus, and that was where Pharaoh, after going through the the afflictions for a short period of time, uh, well, I didn't a short period of time, after going through the afflictions of a period of time that he said, okay, I'm gonna let the people go. But when I let them go, I wanna keep their sacrifices. I wanna keep their calves and keep everything that they have here with me, but they can go. Listen. Sometimes your flesh presents a condition which is outside the will of God. That we'll address more on that later, but I need you to understand that the conditions of God's deliverance is not based upon your demands, Pharaoh. It's not based upon your demands. Whomever you are is based upon what God says. Exodus 25, uh, the eighth says, And let them make me a sanctuary. Let them make me a sanctuary. Who? The people. Let them, when we go, we're going to make the sanctuary. That I might dwell among them. The purpose of the sanctuary is that God wants to dwell among us. And so he tells Moses, According to all that I show you, after the pattern of the tabernacle, Moses, pay attention, I'm showing you something. Preachers, pay attention. I'm I'm, I'm pastors, uh, uh, I'm showing you something here. After the pattern of the tabernacle and after the pattern of all the instruments, everything that's gonna be needed in the sanctuary, you're gonna make it. The 40th verse says, and look, that thou make them after their pattern. Don't skip anything. Make it the way that I'm telling you to make it to be. Don't get upset with the, the pastor because the pastor said, No, we can't do it that way. It must be done, it must be done this way. We cannot do it that way. It must be done this way in order for it to be acceptable unto the Lord. So he tell them. Look, uh, that thou make them after the pattern which was shown thee in the mount. The house of God is a special place established by God. It serves a purpose that I might dwell among them. I want to dwell among you. Where is God at this morning? He's here in this place. That's why we hear here Praying. That's why we're here to worship. That's why we were here to hear the word in which God has given. He dwells here. To dwell means to reside, to abide. It means to settle, to live, to surjoin, to lodge. I want to be with you is what God is saying, but not according to your Criteria is according to his. Somewhere this has become convoluted, uh, folded into something else that it should not be twisted. Uh, because Bishop Tooten and 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 others said, "Well, you know, it's really not necessary." What does the Word of God says? It's pretty straightforward. God doesn't change because someone comes with a uh, convoluted interpretation. God doesn't change, but man does. Uh, God is the same, but the hardness of man's heart and the greed of man alters God's intent. Truth be told, there are preachers that are giving you what you want to hear instead of what God has said you need to hear. Truth be told, there uh, the Bible says that, and, and uh, you'll find this in as, as uh, Paul spoke to the church, I believe in Thessalonica, that the day was coming that they would, people would be looking for preachers to give them a message that tickled their ears rather than a message that stirs up their heart, that calls for you to be, that calls for you to seek holy making a difference between that which is holy and that which is unholy. Uh, and so uh, he points that out. Man changes things to accommodate and to fit the structure of what they have going on. But what does the word of God says? What does God's word say? You should be looking for what God's word has to say about every situation isaiah 53 presents a very important question now, i'm on, there's a part here and uh, that says who believe our report who, who who have believed the report will you believe the word of god or the word of man well to help you out here let me remind you of some facts the bible tells us in daniel uh at the beginning at the eighth verse. He said, Behold, uh, till the thrones were cast down. Now, Daniel's having a dream, he's having a vision uh about the the, the, the thrones that was being established and how the, the enemy would rise up and, and would eventually be brought down. And it says and he says, The ancient of days did sit whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head uh like the Pure wool, and his throne was like the fiery flame, and his and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Yeah, this is what I want here. Thousands and thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. None of these books that are open was written by those pastors that said, well, you know, you really don't need that. Matter of fact, um, let's just do this. Let's just tear that up. And we we don't need that. We're going to remove that because uh, no. And the books were open. Revelation 20 and 12 says, and I saw the dead small and great stand before God and the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their words. So when you start dealing with the facts, you take your soul salvation seriously, and you start dealing with the facts of things, it doesn't matter what man says. What matters is what God has to say, and God has documented proof of what he is saying, and it is heaven and earth will pass away, but his word is going to stand. Where is or where are the words and personal interpretations mentioned? They're not mentioned here. A man's word to satisfy your flesh does not supersede the word of God. And so Exodus 25 and 1, and the Lord spake unto Moses saying, speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly, he gives it willingly, with his heart, ye shall take it. If the offering is not a willing offering, then it's not going to be received. Moses was told not to take it because it was being used for the purpose of building the house of God, a house that God would abide in so that he could be among us. The offering was not to buy the leadership a car, not to buy them a watch. no, no those gratuities and different things is not to be mandated to be made a, a mandate. It's made you're going to be made to do this or you're going to be told off and cursed out and talked about and humiliated. It was to build God a house. It's not to buy anything else that comes to mind, but to build and support the house of God. Malachi 3 and 10 says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, the church, that there may be meat in my house and prove me now. Wherewith shall the Lord of hosts if I would not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there is not room enough to receive? Let me just interject my personal testimony here. I know what it means to give unto the Lord and to sacrifice. I know what it means to set aside. I know uh, uh, what it means to 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 live and not go without. I've proven the Lord, and I've seen for myself, and I thank God for having such a testimony, but the greatest testimony that there is, is obedience, because obedience is better than sacrifice, you can give and not obey, you can tithe and not obey, you can, uh, you can send a special offering, love offering and to the leadership or, or to the church, but and not obey what God has to say. You'll reap back a good blessing, but your soul won't be saved. The Bible tells us in Exodus 25, it said, let them make me a sanctuary. That's what we're doing. We're building, and we're building up a sanctuary. That I might dwell among them according to all that I show thee. After the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. Verse 22 says, and there I will meet thee. I'm going to church. I'm going to a place where I know God is going to meet me. And not only is he going to meet me there, but he's going to commune with me. He's going to talk to me. Now, when I say God talks to us, it might be that we need to sit out and shut up. I'm sorry, you may not have liked those words, but sometimes we need to sit down and we need to shut our mouths and we need to just listen. We need to just be quiet, Not, not go in saying, God, give me, give me, give me. I want, I want, I want. Can I have, can I have, can I have? But what about asking God, what can I do for you? Lord, is there something I can do for you? Is there something that you desire of me that I am missing out on doing? Lord, what is it? What is it that you would have me to do? Maybe uh, if we just sit down and we close our mouth in the house of God, Uh in the house of God, since God is there, I will meet you there. When you walk up the stairs, when you walk through the doors, when you come to the side entrance, I'm going to meet you there and I will commune with you. I'm going to talk to you from above the mercy seat. Now, you need some mercy. You need some grace and mercy. I, I see you over there and I see your need, bless your Lord God. Uh, but I- But I'm not going to see that need if you are not there in your place. If you are not there in the place, in the meeting, I want to meet you there. And from between the two seraphims, which are on the ark of the testimony, of all things which I will give thee in the commandment unto the children of Israel. Listen, Moses, let them know that there's a place that's been established to meet them. A place where I'm waiting. I'm going to meet you there. I, I know when I get there. I, I didn't come in here this morning. With any doubt in my mind. That God was not going to meet us here. Oh bless you Lord God. That when I got here. I knew God would be waiting. I, I don't. And 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 so I, I'm not disappointed. And neither do I want to disappoint him. By not showing up. And, and so therefore we press our way. Let us go. We press our way to the house of God. I don't want to, you know, I've watched and I've listened through the years, even during the stay at home. I talked to some church goers. They would not miss their hair appointment. They went to get their nails done, even though they said they were concerned about catching a dreadful disease. But they weren't too concerned because they went to get the hair done. They weren't too concerned because they went to get their nails and feet done. They didn't want to miss that appointment. But when it came down to God, and I can only speak for this house, and I know there may be some others, uh, but we got plenty of room where if you threw something, you wouldn't hit nobody. Bless your Lord God. Uh, where it's spaced out. But yet there was an excuse that, oh, no, 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 no. I can't because of COVID. But yet you went to get your hair done. In that little power you let that person who was doing your hair breathe all on you when they was wearing a mask stop stop bless your lord god they was doing my nails and they was wearing a mask Stop with the excuses bless your lord god but god is being told you can wait lord you can wait god you 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 just wait you just wait well, the Bible tell us, and I'm so afraid of this, that the day will come that that, that just like you told God to wait, uh, when you reach out to him, you're going to hear those same words. Oh, bless your Lord God. Well, he wouldn't do that. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. He's merciful and he would do that. He said, I would have mercy on whom I would have mercy. You think that because you ask for mercy that that he's obligated to give you mercy, but he moves at his own will just like you move at yours. Mighty God, let us make man in our own image. You have your own will. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. How many are telling God to wait? Oh, he can wait. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm here to tell you not to make God wait. The Bible said, let us, uh, let us, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in good things. Well, how are you gonna communicate? Oh, I'm gonna text you. Well, no, text ain't gonna work always. I'm going to see shoot you an email. Well, no, no, you're not. Hey, well, you know, I'm going to call you on the phone. Well, that might work sometime. Uh, but let him that is taught in word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things. Uh, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sowed to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Mighty God, I think that's pretty plain. I think that's pretty simple. Let me let me uh, let me tell you what God says. You need to get up close and personal with God. Some have gotten away. They gotten they taken some steps back from God. And there's others that say, well, you know, I'm listening to you, Pastor. I'm listening to you on the radio and, and you know, and I'm going to watch you when you when you go live and, you know, when you have your live feed on, on streaming it. And, you know, but let me tell you something. I appreciate that, but I appreciate more your obedience unto God. Thank you, Jesus. I feel a shout. My legs is moving right now. Y'all just can't see it. But but I, but but uh, but but it, your obedience is better than that sacrifice that you're making because it's not really a sacrifice. Uh, you might be at home watching television. It may not be me. It might be someone else. And, and they point their hand at the camera to, to bring about uh, praying for you. Oh, bless your name, Jesus. Let, let, let me, let me. discernment is a close proximity gift. discernment is a close proximity gift. Let me say that again discernment of spirit is a close proximity gift. I walked past someone uh, one day and discerned something that was going on in their life. I understood something and I I mentioned it to them. You're not gonna get that on now. I could stand here all day long and say, well, you know, there's somebody right now that is bound uh, by the spirit of of addiction. Somebody is bound by the spirit of lust. Somebody, you know what? Few there be saved. In other words, there is a mass amount of people that are experiencing addiction that is rejecting God. There is a mass amount of people that are uh, have unclean spirits that don't want to be delivered. They're enjoying where they are. Yes, they are. Bless your Lord God. There are a massive amount of people. Somebody right now have a headache. That didn't take discernment for me to say that. There's millions of people. Billions. and you going to tell me that somebody has a headache? <laughs> really? There's a difference when you walk into the building and you walk in with a need and God discerns it. You walk in, you come to the altar And you say it's one thing and God says, no, it is another. And your deliverance is complete in that moment. People are right now in a form of spiritual abstinence. Now, I don't need to do that. You're abstaining from God. May not be abstaining from other things. Well, I believe the devil believes. Still a devil. Well, God is blessing me. Well, blessings don't mean salvation. It just means you receive something from, from, from the Lord. The Bible says that the sun is shining right now on, on the good, and the, the not so good is, is shining on the just and those that are unjust, The sun, the, hey. So, so you not you not you just whistling Dixie. Let's get real with this. Your soul salvation is at stake romans 9 15 begin at the 15th verse and he said to moses i will have mercy on whom i will have mercy see there we go and i will have compassion on whom i will have compassion so then it is not of him that willeth nor of him that runneth but of god who showeth mercy for the scripture said unto pharaoh even for this same purpose have i raised thee up i I create this, this atmosphere this great house this palace of the kings and it had a purpose and that purpose is to show my greatness. God did not want to show his greatness oh bless your Lord Jesus why he showed his greatness in Egypt it was to move the people out of Egypt into the place where he had prepared for them and out of all of those people hmm Out of all of those, only two that left, only two of the original made it to the promised land and the Bible said because they had a different spirit. Everybody else died off with excuses. Everybody else died off. Well, I want to be like everybody else. I want to be like others. We want to have king. We want to be like other folks. God did not call you to be like other folks. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. Be like me. You want to see the miracles and yet obtain salvation. You want to be a miracle worker and be saved. So does God. Even for this purpose, this same purpose, have I raised thee up that I might show my power in thee, that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore, he have mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he heart. Friends, don't let goodness go unnoticed. Don't think that Shenanigans go unnoticed. And so the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise continually. Where are we going to offer that at? In his house. Offer up uh, the fruits of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. Where is his name at? In the house. But to do good and to communicate, forget not. For with sacrifices, God is well pleased. You wanna please God, you're gonna have to show up and you're gonna have to give him what's due unto him. Psalms 134 says, behold, bless ye the Lord, all ye servants of the Lord, which standeth in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary. Don't lift them up in the club. Don't lift them up in your, or only in your home. Don't lift them up in the car. Uh, But you're going to have to learn and and become reacquainted with lifting them up in the sanctuary and to bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth. The Lord that blessed thee in Zion. Oh, my God. This is a place where worshipers meet. Uh, That miracles take place. It was in the synagogue uh, that when Jesus went into the synagogue, a place where they met to worship at. That there was a man with an unclean spirit crying out, uh, the doors have to be open so those that that are of an uh, unclean spirit might wander in. Uh, you don't have to sit by them; I'll sit by them. Uh, but listen here: the doors need to be open so that those with unclean spirits—some that might be fixed up, smelling good, uh, wearing a, a a nice suit, wearing a, some nice clothes—but yet of an unclean spirit. Crying out for help. Well, they they can't cry out if the church doors is closed. Uh, They can't cry out if there's nobody at home. They knock, but nobody answered. We've got to show up and be in our place. And when the unclean spirit came out of him, oh my God, he began to give praise unto God. But it happened at the church house. Mark 3 and 1 said he entered again into the synagogue. And there was a man there with a withered hand. This man hand has been withered for quite some time. Nobody could do nothing. The the TV didn't do it. The the radio didn't do it. Uh, My God, the streaming on YouTube didn't do it. But when the man got to the church house, when he, yeah, they didn't have it then, but you understand what I'm saying. And when he went to the synagogue, my God, and he met Jesus. Jesus was there when he met the Lord. The Lord looked at those that had been standing around criticizing, those that were standing around ostracizing, those that had something to say. Well, it's the Sabbath day. Is he going to heal this man on the Sabbath day? My God. And so the Lord told the man, said, stretch forth thy hand. And when he stretched forth his hand, his hand was restored. Bless your name, Jesus. The Bible says that when Hezekiah, Hezekiah would have died, but the Lord healed Hezekiah, and he gave him these instructions. He told him to go to the house of the Lord. If God has done anything for you, you ought to be breaking your way. You know, we used to say, break your neck to get there. Oh, my God, you ought to be breaking your way to get to the house of God, like Hezekiah was told to do. The Bible said in Chronicles that this is a house of sacrifice. You ought to bring a sacrifice unto the Lord. The Bible tell us in Isaiah, it said this house is consecrated. This house is dedicated and it's called a house of prayer. Bless your name, Jesus. It's not a den of thieves. It's not a den of liars. Even though if you have a lying spirit, you ought to come to the house of prayer. If you have a thieving spirit, you ought to come to the house of prayer. If you have adultery spirit, you ought to come to the house of prayer. If you're fornicating all over the place, you ought to come to the house of prayer. If you're backbiting, you ought to come to his house. Whatever's wrong, you ought to come to the house of prayer. My God, there's deliverance in the house of prayer. There's a word in the house of prayer. What you need, God's is it, is in his house. If you want anointed hands laid on you, you ought to come to the house. The Bible let us know that that's where God is. Ah, oh, they could stretch up their hand all day long uh, in front of the camera. That's a virtual action. Praying over the radio is a virtual action. It's a temporary solution for until those that obey and go. It is a temporary solution, but it's not meant for those that are capable of getting up, getting in a car, and going to the church house. It's not a solution for those that have the ability to be in a place, bless your Lord God. The Bible tells us over in Deuteronomy, it said, but unto the place which the Lord your God shall choose out of all your tribes, put put his name there, even unto the habitation shall you seek, and there shall you come. God has a place and he has a place for us to come to. We're gonna come and bring offerings. We're gonna come and bring sacrifices. We're gonna come and bring tithes, bless your Lord. And we're going to keep our vows that we made unto the Lord. Make a vow and keep it. Oh, bless your Lord God. Don't just make up stuff because it's something you want. If you, if you want a car, Lord, if you give me a car, I, I promise to do. No, no, don't make those promises. Just make a vow unto the Lord that, Lord, I'm going to live right. I'm going to do what's right. I'm going to keep my word. That's the best vow you can make. I'm going to keep my word. I'm going to keep my word. Whatever I say I'm going to do, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep my word. Just like God keeps his word. Lord, I'm going to keep my word. Oh. The Bible said that we should eat before the Lord. What we're doing? We're in the house eating his bread right now. Because we don't live, we're not eating the natural bread, but we're eating the spiritual. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. And when the kitchen is clean, let me just go here with it. When, when the dining hall is clean, Those that are here know what I'm talking about. Then then we'll break bread. We'll break bread in the dining hall. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your Lord God. He said, then there shall be a place which the Lord your God shall cause his name to dwell there. This is the place. This is the place so that we can rejoice before our Lord, our God. This is the place. This is the place that your sons and your daughters and your servants. If you, if you, if you got deep pockets like that, you know, bring your servants and, and everybody that's of your household should be or They don't learn how to praise God. They don't learn that God is able. They might hear you talk about, it, but they don't learn it for themselves. Mm. Not as quickly as they could. And the way things are winding up, don't let your sons and daughters be lost. Make sure your hands are clean. Some don't understand. They, they, they don't because they the they're looking at mom, they're looking at dad, and, and they say, well, they don't, and so. Why should I, I don't have a need for that until God goodness draws them, but you're responsible for them. Bless your Lord. We make them go to school. You already heard all of that. We make them do other things, but we don't train up the child in the way they should go so that when they're older, they don't depart from it. Let us go. I was glad, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us go. Saints, it's time to go. You might brush it off. Oh, I I wanna run up the aisles right now. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. You might brush it off. Pastor Carl, you saying, let us go. And, And so, you know, that's just you saying that. What happens when you hear Pastor Carl's voice, the most familiar voice that you're aware of? Say, Come. If you're not obedient in life, you're not going to be obedient in death. If you're not obedient, the trump of God sounds, and the dead in Christ rise first, and then we which are alive, whether it's two days from now or Two years or 20 years, what voice will you hear? Are you going to hear Pastor Carl? You know, I'm going to hear the Lord's voice. You don't, you're not listening to the Lord right now. <laughs> you don't recognize his voice now. I'm his right now. For some, I'm his voice. And for others, their pastor. What voice are you? He said, my voice they hear and another they won't follow. What voice are you listening to? I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop right here. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your word to urge, to instruct your people wherever they are to walk, to obey, and to not forsake the gathering of themselves together. It is through the gathering together that healing takes place. It is through the gathering together where the bleeding, the unnecessary bleeding stops. It's the gathering together where healing occurs, where the gifts can be manifested Deliverance, Lord God, thank you. Lord, I pray that you would bless your people to understand this, to stir up their minds, their hearts. Lord Jesus, to walk in obedience to what has been said. Lord God, as we seek you, we seek you for who you are. We seek you, Lord God, to know you and to know your ways. Teach us your ways. That's our desire, Lord God, so that we abide in you. And we know by abiding in you that you will abide in us. Those that have been exposed to false teachings, being instructed, being told that it's not necessary, that the church resides within you, have only received part of the truth. As in the Garden of Eden, they received a tainted truth which brought about sin. Though there are many that are sinning right now. They're not walking in obedience to your word. They're justifying their actions based upon what someone else has said rather than what your word has said. And so their gifts are laying dormant you said, if you will, if you don't do well, sin lies at the door. But if you do well, you'll be accepted. Lord, and so we thank you for bringing that to our attention. We thank you, Lord God, for blessing us this morning to receive your word. Lord God, and so we pray and ask that you will bless us to walk according to thy will. In Jesus' name those that are repenting of their slowfulness, their spiritual abstinence. Lord God, thank you. May I ask that you would bless them, Lord God, as they are seeking restoration. Lord God, we thank you, and we ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless your Lord Jesus. Mighty God. God bless you. Be faithful to the Lord. Don't just hold him to his word. But you hold yourself faithful to him. Amen.